guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Major Life Podcast. I'm Alex Traeger, your host, obviously. (laughs) So it has been a whirlwind of the past couple of months. I'm sure you guys feel the same. I feel like when the holidays hit, time just seems to fly by, and I can't even believe that it's December and almost 2020. Like, what is happening To even just pause and reflect on this year, I mean, I am a totally different person, at least I feel like a totally different person in just the last few months, and I'm almost like curious as to what this next decade is going to bring. I'm actually very excited for 2020. I think it is going to be super exciting, super pivotal. I mean, I know there's lots of like people saying online that it's going to be such a pivotal year and so much is happening. I mean, I haven't really looked into it, so I don't really know what they're talking about, but I do feel it in my bones. I believe it. I think 2020 has so much in store for all of us, and I know it has a lot in store for me just by the fact that I've just undergone this complete upgrade, I would say, as a person over the last few months, it almost feels like it's in preparation for this coming decade. And I'm like, all right, what do you got for me? Bring it on. At least I hope it's all good stuff, but you never know. And I just have trust and faith in the universe that it's all going to be good, even if it's challenging. And I hope you guys feel the same. At least I hope that you know that you are always guided and that there is someone somewhere looking out for you. I am sending you all so much love always. And we got this. We got 2020. I think the best thing we all can do is go into this next decade with positive mindsets and the desire to bring positive change and the desire to grow and the desire to connect And I think we all have the power, if we believe in it within ourselves, to make this next decade really kick ass. As you know, as we know, as I know, life is all about growth. And we obviously have a lot of room for growth in our society. But I think staying positive about it and knowing that coming together and having a vision for a brighter world and embodying that vision within yourself first is the best thing, the absolute best thing you can do because you know what? Rome wasn't built in a day. You don't have to solve all the world's problems in a day. But, you know, if you start to solve your own problems first, if you start to do that inner work and make shifts within, then I guarantee that the external has no choice but to respond to those shifts. I've seen it in my own life, and I know I am no exception. So I think if we all just start to agree, let's all just start to agree to do that inner work, to make those shifts within, and turn the state of affairs in this world around. I No, that is my ultimate goal and kind of interesting that I even started off this episode talking about it because I have 
an idea of what I want to talk about, but I usually just kind of riff, and that is a great segue into what it is I want to talk about, and it relates entirely to having a greater purpose. But first, I kind of want to update you guys on how I've been feeling, what's been going on. I know it's been a few weeks, so I just want to get really real with you guys. I know I'm always, at least I always try to be very real with you. I've never tried to put on a front or be inauthentic, but it's really easy to fall into a trap in your own mind where you start to almost like fall back asleep. And since I had my own spiritual awakening, it's been a really big priority of mine to stay awake, to stay on this path, to make sure I'm doing what I need to do for me and then in turn for the world. But I, for the past few weeks, have had really crippling almost anxiety. I've been super stressed out and not that I'm doing a lot, but it's almost in the absence of doing that I've cropped up this panic within. And I've gotten super overwhelmed and it's been part of the reason that I felt almost paralyzed. And in that paralysis, in that overwhelming anxiety, I kind of shut down. And I've been in this loop of feeling really shut down and then not creatively living up to my fullest potential. And I know that. I know that I've been, well, you guys know that too. I've been definitely taking more time for myself. And I have been since earlier in the summer. And that has been great. But getting out of that and starting to get into more of an energy where I feel like I'm then taking all that I have learned, all that I've tapped into within me and creating and serving my purpose and delivering and taking action, that is kind of the step, the jump that I haven't quite landed. And I started to get in a really negative mindset about it. Even in just the last couple of weeks, I felt like I have started to revert back into old ways and starting to get really in my head. And if you practice mindfulness at all, spirituality, anything like that, it's all about getting out of your head. It's all about dissolving your ego, your smaller self, your obsessive thinking mind that causes you a lot of stress and worry and fear and getting into alignment with the universe, getting into alignment with your soul, all of that good stuff. And so knowing that, I mean, I've built a strong foundation within me. So it was kind of interesting to see myself falling back into these ways. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why can't I get out of my head? What is happening? I have a solid meditation practice. I wake up and I meditate at least 20 minutes every morning. I have a lot of tools now in my pocket that are great for centering and, you know, getting back in my body, grounding, and just all of the spiritual practices that I've picked up over the past months that have quite literally changed my life. But it almost felt like 
these aren't working for me anymore. What am I doing wrong here? And why have I been so stuck in my head? It's so interesting because I really wasn't someone with any kind of anxiety before. I, I would say I was mostly carefree. I mean, I did have, you know, issues. Of course, everyone does. And I had stuff crop up and challenges and work stress and all of that. But I wasn't particularly anxious and I didn't feel like I was lost ever really. I've always been like, okay, you know, go with the flow. Even when I didn't know or have any sort of conscious connection to the universe or to spirituality, I was just like doing my thing. And it's so interesting because while having my spiritual awakening was so beautiful and it's been my greatest gift in life and I'm so grateful for it and it's changed my life for the better in so many ways, it also is kind of what has spurred on this anxiety within me because now I almost feel like I have this pressure, this weight on my shoulders that I feel like I have this greater purpose. And now that I have this spiritual awakening, I need to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to fulfill this purpose. And if I'm wasting any time, then I am letting the universe down and I need to go and save the world and I care so much about people, I care so much about the earth and time is running out and all of these stories that I never ever would have had before but also that really aren't serving me in any way because stressing or worrying no matter what for any kind of issue is never gonna help anything. I just want to say that again because we obviously live in a culture that is all about stress and worrying. But if you really think about it, take anything. Take the thing that is stressing you out the most right now. Whatever it is, put it in your mind. It could be work. It could be children. It could be relationship. It could be, I don't know, whatever. Whatever is stressing you out right now, what is worrying gonna do for that issue besides make you upset it's not gonna solve it it's not gonna bring you answers it's not gonna bring you clarity it's not gonna obviously bring you any happiness or joy so what is it doing it's not serving you so you've got to let it go and I know that sounds easier said than done and the fact that I'm even talking about it means it is easier said than done because I have been in this state of anxiety and worry. But even just recognizing that and bringing awareness to the fact that worrying serves no purpose, no, no real purpose, has actually really helped in me kind of getting out of that energy. Our little human brains love, love, love to worry because we believe that in worrying, we can solve our problems, that we need to worry about our problems in order to find solutions. But it is one of the biggest lies we tell ourselves. Because guess what? Your soul doesn't worry, ever. Like ever, ever. So if you are truly aligned with your soul, you wouldn't worry. You can still face challenges, of course, but you're at peace because everything just is, you just are. There's really no need to figure everything out. 
it's like nature. They always give the example of nature. You know, a tree doesn't worry at the fact that it loses it, its leaves. It just does. And it knows that it's going to grow even more beautiful leaves eventually. If you truly want to find constructive solutions to your, well, challenges, I'd say, rather than problems, then take that time. Take that space. Slow down. Connect with your inner being and allow the guidance to come through. Get into that receiving mode because as long as you worry, you're adding resistance. It's so easy, so easy to look at other people and feel like they have it all figured out. You might have even looked at me or my platforms and thought that, well, I've always been kind of a mess, so maybe not that I have it all together, but that I... I'm really clear on what I'm doing and I've got it all figured out and I have no worries. But it's so not the truth and it actually makes me sad to think that anyone would potentially feel bad about themselves or their own path or their own life looking at me. Because I know I have when I've looked at other people, which again is one of the big reasons that I choose to share and I want to share is because we could all use a little bit more, or really a lot more, realness because we're all just trying to figure it out. I mean, there are so many great spiritual teachers and mentors, but there's also a lot of people who act like they've got it all figured out and nothing drives me more nuts than that because not only is it not true, it is so alienating and in fact, complete opposite of spirituality, which for me has been like, I woke up to the fact that I know nothing and that I don't know where my life is going, but that I trust that something else does and that that something else is always guiding me to where I need to go. So over the past few weeks, I felt almost like I'm in this no man's land, like I'm kind of lost, like I've lost sight of what I am really doing, what my contribution to the world is. Feeling like I've awoken, is that a word, awoken? Woken up <laughs> to this greater purpose, this greater meaning to life in all of our lives, not just me, but feeling connected to that, which has been amazing, but also a little overwhelming, and then feeling like, well, what now? What do I do? How do I fulfill this? And I even started to revert back into months ago when I was still working full-time as a video producer at BuzzFeed and feeling like, oh my God, like, should I have quit? Was this a mistake? Did I go too early? Am I losing momentum now? Am I not living up to my fullest potential? It was almost like this story that it was, it was growing and it was a snowball effect and it was haywire in my mind. Like this little, little seed of an idea of like, hmm, I, I'm not sure what I'm doing anymore. Just, you know, completely sprouted and then grew weeds all over my brain. And it was like, almost impossible to get out of. I've listened to enough podcasts and read enough books now to, again, have these tools to fall back on. So a lot of what I was trying to do was just 
deepen my meditation practice, go on more hikes, be in nature, which I was already doing. So it's like, how much more can I do? But just trying to be even more mindful, because sometimes it's easy even when you do meditation to fall into that thinking mode. So just trying to be very cautious of that and deepen that practice and catch my thoughts before they spiral and to also just distract myself because they say if you're starting to get into that energy and you're starting to spiral or you're starting to feel really bad or negative, just do something else. Get your mind off of it because it's not going to help. And in fact, when you start to do something you enjoy, raise your own vibration, then that thing will probably work itself out. So that's a lot of what I was trying to do. But in the back of my mind, it's like, well, the more I wasn't doing anything related to my purpose or what my purpose is, the more anxiety I felt of like, well, I can't just hike all day. I can't just meditate all day. I have to do something. Like, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? How am I going to, you know, provide for my family and my children and retirement fund and my funeral? It's like crazy almost. It is crazy how fast your mind can take something and run with it. So I've been in this energy for a while, like I said, of just feeling like, oh my God, there is something that I am not doing. I'm not living up to my fullest potential and I have limited time here on this earth and I got to get it done. <laughs> and unfortunately, coming from that energy is just not going to get you anywhere. At least it didn't get me anywhere. It hasn't got me anywhere. It's just driven me further into a hole. That is harder, even harder to get out of because the farther back I go in that energy, you know, the more I'm going to have to climb. That's why they say catch it early. But, you know, I'm learning here too. <laughs> so I've been, you know, trying to be open to whatever it is my purpose is, trying to really feel into it, trying to meditate on it, asking the universe even, I'm, you know, show me the way. <laughs> take this out of my hands because I can't take it any longer. But there have been so many different things I've been exploring, like becoming a certified holistic health coach or, you know, just continuing with what I'm doing, making this podcast and my YouTube channel or making more spiritual-based content or not doing that at all and just focusing on spirituality in my own life and then making cooking content. You know, there's so many different avenues and it's so overwhelming to think like, am I going to make the wrong move? Am I going to disappoint my audience and the world and the universe? So when you get to that point, it's really important to just take a pause and recognize that the only person, the only person you're living for is you. You can't first think about disappointing anyone. I don't care if it's your parents, if it's your brother, if it's your you know, weird uncle or the universe itself. The only way you are going to disappoint anyone or anything is by not staying true to you. 
And so in that, there really isn't any wrong direction. And that's another thing that has really helped me cultivate more peace of mind is just knowing that one, I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't have to save the world right now. It's not my responsibility, in fact. And that you really can't make a wrong move. That we have all come here for a purpose. Every single one of us has come here for a greater purpose. But it's not knowing right off the bat what that purpose is. I believe that's always kind of unfolding. And I believe that following our passions, always following what lights us up, will get us to that purpose, no matter what. All paths lead there. And it's more about who you are and what you're doing with it. So if you are following those whispers from the universe or those signs or those feelings of joy, if you're following that, then you are on track. You are right on track and you are exactly where you are meant to be. It doesn't even really matter what you are doing because it's just the container what matters is how you are showing up and what you are bringing to the table. It doesn't matter if you are flipping burgers at a restaurant or if you are, you know, building a rocket ship. How are you showing up? What is the energy that you are bringing? What are you doing to be that change, to be that positive influence, not only for yourself first, but for others? That's why it is so important to know yourself because that is the only way that you can feel more connected to your purpose. It's hard to get to know yourself because most of us don't take the time to get to know yourself. But I promise you that investing that time into exactly that will be your greatest source of joy. There's no question about it. There's no question in my mind. There is no question in freaking Oprah's mind. You know, it's, it's what it's about. You are here to awaken to your greater purpose. You are here to realize that you are connected to something so much greater than yourself. And you are here to express that. That is what will get you waking up every day, fired up, ready to go, energized. That is how your work won't feel like work at all. And that's how you'll know that you are fulfilling your purpose here on planet freaking earth. I've been trying to slow down and reconnect. And although I don't know what my ultimate purpose is here, you know, I think that's still unfolding for me too. But what I do know is that even when I wasn't aware of it, I love, love, love spreading joy through laughter from being silly and lighthearted and connecting with people through being real and laughing. And as simple as that, as simple as knowing something like that can get you to the next step. And even just taking the time, when I felt really like bogged down by my mind, taking the time to sit down and to write it out. And it was even just like brainstorming almost, okay, what do I really love? And first start general. So at the core, I love to make people laugh. I love to laugh. I love to be silly. I love to connect. I love to share and be real and authentic. 
and then get more specific. So what do I love to do? I love to cook. I love to joke. I love to write. I love to take pictures. I love to make videos and speak. So those are just the containers for the bigger things that I love. And then also stepping out to look at the bigger picture because then you again recognize that it's not really about what you're doing, it's about what you're bringing to the table. And even if you're just doing it for a hobby, I mean, that is so amazing because it signals to the universe that you care about your well-being. You care about making time for the things you love. And I found at least in my own time that in making space for your own hobbies, for what lights you up, will create paths to do more of that. I'm just saying, we got to get out of these roles and into the soul. If you are staying true to your soul, you will always be fulfilled. And that is the truth. It's so important to remember that nobody has it all figured out. I mean, maybe Oprah is the one exception to the rule, but everyone is just kind of stumbling around. I mean, I was even listening to Gabby Bernstein, who is a very popular spiritual teacher. I'm reading her book right now, but she was talking about how she's still a head case and she's written like seven books by now. So remembering that it's always a journey and nobody is perfect and you don't have to be perfect. In fact, not supposed to be perfect. That is why you're here. And embracing the imperfection, your own imperfections, is actually what is so beautiful because that is what allows us all to connect. I mean, I even see it in my own work how when I started making my behind tasty videos on YouTube, if you remember those, those did so well. And they were like the start of my growth and career on this path because I showed my mistakes, I showed my imperfections, I showed my flaws. And you know what? Instead of people just watching me make mistakes, people were inspired to cook because they saw themselves in me making a damn mess in my kitchen. (laughs) So where can you lean in more to sharing your authentic voice and unique perspective? Because that's all you got. And it's your greatest gift. No one is you, and that's your superpower. I may not know my soul's purpose, but I do know that I did not come here to play small and that I have to be aware of anything that makes me feel like I'm contracting. We are the universe. We are meant to expand and grow. And so following your soul's purpose should feel expansive. It should feel probably uncomfortable at times, but always, always expansive. So when my mind started playing tricks on me and I started to revert back into old thinking patterns, it did not feel expansive at all. It felt very, very constricting, suffocating even. And what I have realized and what I know for sure is that it's not about knowing where you're going, but following how you feel always. That is how you know you're on track. And that is just a part about tuning into your own inner guidance, which is so, so important in any decision at all, but especially when it comes to your life's purpose. (laughs) So yes, I may feel lost, but we're all lost. None of us really know where we're going. And you might as well have fun while you're wandering around. It's my philosophy, I guess. (laughs) 
I don't know if I am meant to work in food for the rest of my life or cooking or on YouTube or on this podcast. I don't know. And I don't get to know. And to be honest, it doesn't really make a difference if I know or not, because how I feel right now is all that matters. And what I do because of that feeling is just a byproduct. Projecting too far into the future, just like looking too far into the past, is not productive. In fact, the unknown is where the magic lies. And I love me some magic. I know that I'm always making the right move, even when it feels scary, like quitting your full-time job without a real plan. But what I also know for sure is that what is meant for you will never pass you by. I love to look back on my life on its perfect order and see all the steps I was taking even when I didn't know it and how it's gotten me to where I am today. But I also like to think that I would still be here if I had done things a little bit differently. Like the universe would have still found a way. So take the pressure off of yourself. Let it go. And just trust that you're getting where you need to go. You know, this paralysis I speak of even gets you to the point where you lose touch with how good it feels to create. And creating is my entire life. It's my whole job. And I also fully, firmly believe that we are all creators at heart. We're all meant to create, whether you are in a creative field or not. And it's so sad to lose touch with the joy of that because then I really know I'm not fully in touch with my soul. Then I really know that I am out of alignment. But sometimes it just takes making that first step to remember. So even just this week where I've been creating more than I have, it's felt so good. And I haven't pressured myself or pushed myself. I've just tried to light that spark so that my soul remembers what that feels like. And then when you start to remember that, all of that other stuff, all of that chatter, everything that tells you that you're not doing enough, that you're not good enough, it goes away. You know, I've seen my life go already in so many different directions, you know, from going to thinking I was going to be a nurse and studying science and then completely pivoting and going into food and being a food stylist and then going, you know, into YouTube and video production and cooking and all of these different avenues. And as long as I have stayed true to me, as long as I have stayed true to my voice and what I can bring, it really just doesn't matter what I am doing. I'm always fulfilling that purpose. So when you project into the future and you're worried about what you're going to be doing in the future, uh, you can stop yourself and realize that it's not about that. It's about right now. How am I feeling? What am I connected to? What do I like to do? Do that. And the next steps will unfold. Like I said, we all have a purpose here in life. We all have a greater purpose. And it is everything. It's absolutely everything. So you can imagine that when you're disconnected from that, it causes a lot of problems within you. And I have started to believe that problems with anxiety and stress 
Although they might be surface level issues going on, I think the root cause is being disconnected from yourself, being disconnected from something greater and being disconnected from that purpose. So of course, it's so important, it's so imperative to take that time to build out that spiritual practice for yourself, to carve out that time for you. And I know even with spirituality, people can get kind of like turned off because it kind of veers into like religion and people feel like, oh, that's not for me. I'm not religious or I don't believe in something, but it doesn't matter. None of that matters because spirituality is all about you. And that's why I've connected to it so much is because that's what I've always believed in. I've believed in me and I've believed in people. I believe in humans. And now I believe in other things too, but that's what made sense to me. And I think that's obviously what <laughs> makes sense to a lot of people because we can see humans, humans exist. But taking that time, carving out that time for you, whether you consider it prayer or you consider it meditation, or you consider it angels, or you consider it you know, your own intuition. It doesn't matter because it's all kind of the same thing. And if you are not carving out the time to honor it and to pay attention to it and to follow it, whatever that it is, then you're gonna feel lost. And even in that connection, I still feel a little lost, but at least in feeling lost, I can then give it up. Give it up to the universe, can say, you know what? I'm feeling pretty shitty right now. I'm in my head. Universe, show me the way. Help me figure this out because I know that this isn't serving anyone any good. And it does. I mean, it's so funny because I was wandering around today and I was just like, oh my God, I'm so in my head. I don't know what to do. I have all this anxiety. I went on a hike. I went on a run. I meditated. I ate. I, I'm doing all of these things. And then I had to go to the grocery store. So I went and I decided to turn on a podcast. And the podcast that I chose was Oprah. And it was like her masterclass or something. It was just a random podcast. I, I mean, Oprah's not random, obviously, but it was like a random episode that I chose. And it was so perfectly what I needed. And it was all about her connecting to her purpose and her life path unfolding. Obviously, she has, you know, the most amazing story anyone could ever hear in life. But even just hearing hers, although mine is so different, you know, it, it, there's so many similarities in just feeling like you're connected to something and that you don't really know what the next step is, but you know that as long as you stay centered and as long as you follow your joy, that you're going to be in the right place. And for her, I mean, it was just everything in our life is just synchronicity and so beautiful. And so when I started to revert back into these feelings like, okay, well, practical, how do I make money? How am I going to do this? Maybe I should go back to like a full-time job. And I started to slow myself down and be like, what? This isn't me. You know, I made these decisions and confidence and I, you know, I know that they're the right steps, obviously, because they completely changed my life. But reconnecting to that and remembering that you don't need to see the full staircase. You just got to take the first step. I hope I didn't botch that quote by Martin Luther King, but it's true. I mean, and when you start to feel like you even lost sight of that first step, then you know that it's time to slow down, take a minute and reconnect to your soul.
so I was just wandering around this Trader Joe's, listening to Oprah on this podcast, crying, because, I mean, it was a very touching episode, but I was so grateful that the universe even sent me this episode when I needed it most because it so helped me get back on track. And actually, I had never left that track. I was always on track. We're all always on track. But reminding myself that it's okay and that I'm on track and that I don't need to figure it all out today, that even though we all have a limited time here, we do have time. And that the journey isn't about that destination or coming to that goal or doing anything or fixing anything. It's about the journey to get there. And you're on that journey right now. So take a breath, relax, and have fun. Have fun with it. Learn as much as you possibly can about the world, about life, but especially about yourself. Because you are all you got, really. <laughs> There was another quote I heard that was, we overestimate what we can do in a year, but underestimate what we can do in a decade or something like that. I feel like I botched all these quotes, but you get the gist. Anyways, that was such an enlightening quote for me because sometimes it's not about the smaller picture. In fact, it isn't about the smaller picture. It is about the bigger picture. And if you look back and see how much you've accomplished, see how far you have gone, then you don't have to worry about where you're going. Just know that you are always going. And as long as you keep taking those steps and moving forward, you'll get there. And it's funny because the universe will get you there. They won't let you not get there. I mean, the whole practice is trying to catch what it's trying to tell you while it's still like a whisper. But that's why it's so important that you don't ignore like your inner knowing, your intuition, because it's just going to get stronger and stronger until it hits you over the head and makes you change something about your life. So it's about catching it at that whisper, but then also knowing that it's okay if you don't and that you're always so supported and guided and that, you know, you're going to have challenges, you're going to have lessons, but as long as you can just lean into them and relax a little bit, then they're not so bad. So for my own sake... For your sake, I hope that we can all together just take a big, deep breath. <sighs> Always makes me feel so much better. And just trust, just know that it's all going to be okay. All right. Well, that is all I have for today. I hope that this has helped you as much as it helped me. I mean, I always say that this podcast first is for me because it helps me quite literally unscramble my brain. And like I've been saying for this whole episode, I really have needed it. So I, again, want to thank you always for listening. If you have been listening and loving this podcast, I would so appreciate if you would head over to the Apple store and leave me a little rating. It keeps me going. It keeps me knowing that you guys want more. So I would so love it. And I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day or night whenever you're listening to this. And just know that the fact that you are even here on earth means that you are worth something. And you don't even have to worry one minute, and I know we all do, about your contribution to the world 
Because as long as you show up as your best self, you are doing enough. All right, that is really now enough for me today. I'll catch you guys later. Major out. Thank you.